Well, good morning. Good morning. Man, it's good to see everybody. Real quickly, a couple things, um, an additional announcement, and I'm going to cheat and put a few of you guys on the spot. Mark, if you got on a Spin for Life shirt, stand up. Come on, you, you, you're guilty. Yeah, you guys look around. Uh, listen, if, if you're interested in Spin for Life, you need to grab one of these guys because I can tell you all four of the, those guys have been instrumental. Mark and Beth Snyder right in the center started Spin for Life, uh, and it's an amazing, amazing opportunity. Uh, Mark's a cancer survivor, and, and he has a great passion. So this Spin for Life is a local event at Community College where you're going to ride a bicycle stationary so you don't have to be real coordinated. Uh, and you're gonna, and it's just a tremendous opportunity to raise money. The money stays local. I think I'm safe saying that. Or not, yeah, for the most part, it stays local, and it goes to cancer patients. So it's an amazing thing. See Mark if you're interested in getting a team. There are teams of four or five people. They can get you signed up. See Marty and Lori. They can get you signed up. If you have any interest, March the 4th is the correct date. It's okay. If you have any interest, if you really want to have some fun, March the 3rd is the fun day. I'll just tell you. That's the fun day. That's when we go pick up the bikes. Grab Marty Parks. Marty will get you signed up. Uh, to help out with that, and that really, I'm being serious, that's the fun day, I'm telling you, this, no, I'm kidding, it's all fun, this is hard work, getting the bikes is hard work, but it's necessary, and you don't have to exercise if you get bikes, because trust me, you're going to be worn out, so see Marty, we'll talk to you about that, uh, it's a great event, it's a great event, Craig, thank you for coming up and talking about uh, uh, Dave Ramsey's financial peace, this is an amazing thing, let me tell you the blessing we had, we had been talking about doing this ongoing, and um, we were trying to figure out how to do it, and just praying about it, and kind of thinking how to do this, Craig didn't tell you this. Craig's a certified Dave Ramsey instructor. Uh, and, and hey, you showed up when? You said something. When did you guys start coming? September? Yeah, and we, and we were just so happy. We were, so people don't think God answers prayers uh, because, because that was very specific. Matt and I and the, and the elders were talking about how to do it. And Craig shows up, and he said that he talked about this church and what they do, but you are the church, guys. So that's, that's to all of you, including the Hester family, and we're excited to have you. So pretty neat. And I will say this, the, uh, he said there's a 90-some dollar cost. This isn't a profit center for the church, guys. That's the cost of the Ramsey, Ramsey classwork. Uh, we'll take care of the shipping, and uh, it's, it's exciting if it's something you're interested in. I've seen the results. I've listened to Dave Ramsey. I've been at conferences where he's there, and there's some people here nodding their heads. They've been there. It, it absolutely can change your life. And the Bible talks a whole lot about money, and it says we can't worship two things, and usually money's the one that gets our attention. So with that said, uh, it's, it's, worth, it's worth your while. It's worth your while. It will absolutely, can absolutely change your life. So see, Craig, it'll be exciting. It's going to be fun. Now, let me tell you, I never thought I would say this. If you have one of these bulletins, and a lot of you have one of these, you have my permission. You can take and make a paper airplane out of it. You can make a, a, a wad it up and throw it at something. Don't do that. That's rude. But you're not, we're not going to use it today unless you just want to make some notes because the title of the sermon, Loving the Church, Part 3, Scripture, Luke 15, we're not going to talk about that. Sorry, we're not going to talk about that. I'm not sorry, actually. Uh, this has been a crazy week. And sometimes in the course of crazy weeks, we get the opportunity to do something different. This is something I've only done a few times where I've gone completely away from the message I had been working on and preparing because God just put something on my heart that I really felt compelled to talk about. And this is one of those weeks, and it's a great teaching opportunity. So we're not, we're not going to use this except for notes and paper airplanes. It probably makes a pretty good paper airplane. But uh, I want to talk to you about something totally different than, than that message was going to be. And it's, it's really this. Uh, this has been an exciting season. Journey Church. I mean, it really has. We're, we're, what, two months into 2017? And you guys have seen it. Uh, we're, you're, you're a product of it. We're doing two services. Um, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. We, we topped 300 in attendance for the, last, for the first time last week. That's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. 
it's, it's not, and we had to do that because we were full in one service. And that's not the only metric. That's not the metric for a church. There, there's more important metrics, but it is one we monitor. We want to see if we're growing and if we're, if we're reaching out to people and they're coming. Uh, maybe, maybe a more important metric to, to that, and, and it is a product of that, is we had 300 in attendance. But between Sunday and Tuesday of last week, we baptized 18, 19, 20 people, I think. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them were, were younger kids that were so moved by a couple lessons in their youth program back here, our K-5 program, that they just felt compelled uh, to make a public profession of their faith. So we, we baptized those. Now, the amazing thing is we always have our baptism in August. In August, the past August, I think we baptized well over 20 people. So if you start doing percentage, that's a pretty big percentage of your, of your body when, you, when we tap 300 for the first time. So that's a better metric, that people's lives are being changed and they're stepping up. So it's been an amazing season. We've seen, we've seen reach some amazing things, which if you don't know, if you're a visitor or guest with us today, is our uh, middle school, high school service on Tuesday night. And it is just that. It's a service. This isn't, this isn't what I perceive as a youth group. This is a youth service. They have a church on Tuesday night. As a matter of fact, what we've come to recognize is for some of these young kids, it's the only church they have. And they feel compelled to be there and be involved. And they've been moved and they've been led to Christ. And we've, we've watched it. We've watched it go from almost nothing and it declined to today. I, we're going to take 40 kids on a missions trip or on a, a trip to Caswell, which is amazing, amazing. Matt Leonard is an amazing leader. And I tell you, if you have a child or you know someone that's got a child in that age, they really, it's an awesome place to be. I, I, he and his wife have this heart bigger than this room for these kids. And they're, they're moved and I think they truly understand and they feel, feel the love that, that we should be sharing with them. So it's been an amazing season, and we've seen some really, really neat things happen in this body. I personally believe the best is yet to come, and you hear pastors say that all the time. Sometimes we're, we're eternal optimists, but that's because I serve Jesus Christ. So I think the best is yet to come as long as we keep our eyes focused on Christ. And the world will try to distract us and take our eyes off of Jesus Christ. Trust me on that one. That's a given. That's absolutely a given, and that's kind of what's happened this week, because another amazing thing that happened this week, most of you, uh, if you've been coming, you know one of the things, we really feel a, a passion for kids and reaching out to, to these kids because they're hurting in so many cases that the, the nuclear home as we know it has disintegrated. A lot of these kids don't have a parent, or, or at least they don't have both parents, and that's, that doesn't mean the end of the world, but they just, they're neglected in so many cases. They don't have food. They don't have the necessities of life, and we felt compelled starting in Pickett School. We saw that and it's just always been on our heart to try to take care of kids. So this is another huge thing that happened this week. I think this was the largest crowd, but on Tuesday, I'm guessing, Matt, we served probably over 600 kids a nice meal on Tuesday. Yes, yeah, amazing, amazing. And when I say that, that's, that's reaching out to you guys. You're the ones doing that. I know you can't be here a lot of times. You have jobs and you're working. We, we've had folks come in from other churches to help us. It's not, it's not us. It's the body of believers coming together, and that is, that's such a win. And I'm proud to be a part of a church that does that. But when we do that, when you start experiencing those kinds of things, sometimes things happen to, to knock you off course and set you back. And that's kind of what flew up this week. And, and some of you have asked me about it. Some of you know about it. Some of you have no clue what I'm talking about. So I, I just thought, you know what, God's put this on my heart. I want to talk about it this week. But in the process of doing this and serving these kids, and that's, that's pretty out and up front. I mean, people see it, man. We're sitting up at Lexington Senior High. 
in the administration's office, and we're setting up in the middle school now. And actually, they gave us permission. We set up, we got the bus riders, and then we set up right in front of the office. And we're getting our car riders, and, and we're, we're garnering this attention, not for Journey Church, but for Jesus Christ and the love. This is just a simple act of kindness, and we're feeding these kids and giving them this meal. Maybe not the best meal, but as the school superintendent told me, it may be the only meal some of them get that day other than what they got at school. So it's pretty exciting, and I think that's a huge win, and it's right down the center of our mission to, to reach out with love and grace and mercy, and we're, we're not going to back off of that. But, but when you do that, sometimes it stirs up things, and things happen, and it, 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 gets, people, it gets under people's skin, and that's what happened. We, we, the next thing we know, I'm, somebody's showing me we're being attacked on Facebook. We're, we're getting attacked on Facebook for feeding these kids. One of the things we did, a kind of a bonus, we gave them a little dessert package because it was Valentine's. Tuesday was Valentine's. It had scripture in it. And, and honestly, that's kind, of, that's kind of on me because schools, that is a little, little taboo for them. And listen, we can show them Jesus by just showing them our actions. Right. I mean, we, we, we don't have to stand up there and proselytize and, and give them up. But we did, and that's okay. It's powerful. It's powerful. But, but that went home to a parent who then, then got on Facebook. That's what I love about Facebook, boy. Woo. You don't even get me started. We'll leave Facebook alone. Um, because Listen, I, I, you guys know me. I won't leave it alone. I can't. I'm not a Facebook fan. We've learned to use it for, for promotion and things like that. But when Facebook becomes a forum to be critical, I think you've got to be really careful. And people ask me if I was going to respond. I said, absolutely not. I'm not going to respond on Facebook. If you want to talk to me, I'll talk to you. But I'm not going to respond on Facebook. Just not going to do it. But this person went on Facebook and started a rant and, and that, you know, called us some names, and that's okay, man. I've been called worse, and I will be called worse. Some of you called me worse, actually, I know. Yeah, you know who you are, too, man. I think that's crazy. That's the nice names you called me, but that's okay. But, but we came under a little attack, and some people defended us as well. My favorite one was the, one of the first ones was someone wrote on Facebook, said, I hope your child recovers from this shameless act of kindness. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was my favorite. And, and you know what? I get pretty excited about that when I see that. But it's really interesting to me. Um, not that someone complained. Listen, we're promised that, guys. As a follower of Jesus, there's times in certain circles you aren't going to be the most popular person around. I know you think you are, but you won't. And that's okay. But I got to thinking about it, and I thought, there, there is a little problem there, and I'm a little, I'm a little set back about it. So today I'm going to talk to you, I'll talk to you a little bit about what happened, why it happened, what we'll do about it, and, and why, I mean, really what drove that thing happening. And I will, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But here, here's what's kind of bothersome to me about this. And one of the greatest messages ever preached was by a guy named Jesus. And if you're, if you're, if you're not here and you don't know Jesus, and then Jesus is why we're here. He's the one that died on the cross. And, and that's okay. Listen, if you don't know who Jesus is, we want you here. That's what we built this for, is for, yeah, we want you here. We want you to understand and experience the teaching and the love and the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. But, but this message is considered by many probably the greatest message ever, and it's called the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus said something that really, as I was thinking about this, because our first, in, our first reaction when somebody throws rocks at our own is we get mad. Yeah, we'll get mad. And we'll get defensive, too. If you ever, man, a church, man, it's like a, 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 a mother with her kid, man, don't mess with her kids. We get defensive, but, but I got to thinking about it, and there's a better way to do that too. But let me, let me share this message with you, that just part of it that Jesus was teaching. And then I'll tell you where my problem started. And this is in Matthew 5, if you've got a Bible or your phone app and want to follow along with us. And I'm just going to pick up. He's already got started. Some of you know part of this is the Beatitudes. But uh, Matthew 5, listen to what he says in verse 10 through 12. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. You know what we were doing Tuesday? Right. 
Simple act of kindness. Right. We, we were just out there to share some love and show some love, and that's okay. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are, a, or you are my follower. And he goes on to say, be happy about it. So if you had anger initially, that's okay. That's our human nature. But Jesus says, be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. I, listen, I was one of those, at first I was a little offended, got a little mad. And then I, for some reason, the first thing that popped in my head was this, this message this, that Jesus taught. And he says, be happy about it. Be very glad, for a reward awaits you in heaven. Here's my problem, church. Here's my problem. Shouldn't more people be complaining? Yeah, some of you are laughing. Shouldn't more people be? Why is it we took five years to get somebody? Now, we didn't, trust me. They've been complaining about us for a long time. A lot of it's been smaller. But they've been complaining. We've been a cult. We've been heathens. We use the wrong Bible. We don't dress right. We, I've heard so many, it's ridiculous. And we just keep growing, and we just keep sharing the love of Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah, end of that story. I won't get on that one. I won't get on that one. Hey, and the bad part is that's from the church. I won't even tell you what the outsiders are saying. Woo, this is family. Remember, we talked about this last week. Now, this is small family stuff here. Uh, but, but the problem is, why aren't we being persecuted more? I want to be persecuted more. You said, are you crazy? That's a given. We'd established that five years ago. But we got to think about that. He said, listen, he says, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. So have we not been doing right enough? Woo, man, we're starting to sink. We were pretty pumped up a while ago. We were, man, well, they're persecuting us, but why this now? Why'd you, why did it take us this long? Have we not been, now listen, I, I think we're doing an amazing job. Are we doing enough? No. Do we want to cause anger? Absolutely not. We'll get to that in just a minute. That's not what I'm talking about. What we do want to do is to do the work that we've been called to do. And we, you know, we founded this church. I'm not a, I'm not a creative guy. We just felt like John 20, uh, Matthew 28 was enough vision for us, which says, go make, baptize, and teach. That was Jesus, by the way. So if, he, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for Journey Church. Amen. Yeah, it's good enough for Journey Church. Here's the, here's the question, though. Are we doing enough? And, and the answer is No. Are we doing a lot? The answer is yes. Can we do more? The answer is yes. But why does people perse- why are they going to persecute us? And here's where we've got to have some grace. Here's where it's not about stirring up trouble. That's not what we want to do. It's, it's understanding where that perspective comes from. Why, why would somebody jump on us for this simple act of kindness? Why would they call us names? Why would they want to make fun of us? Why would they want to ridicule? Because really, there was a lot of kids that would say, the kids would probably go on the offensive for us on this one because there was a lot of kids that got food that otherwise wasn't going to get food. But there's really, there's a simple reason why someone would do that. I think there's a really simple reason why someone would come against us. Jesus says it's going to happen. He promised it's going to happen. And he said we should be glad and we should rejoice in it. But here's what drives that. Listen to this very carefully. And this is, this is Paul talking in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 18. And you don't have to turn this. This is really short. The message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. But we are being saved. But we who are being saved know its very power of God. Did you hear that, the first part? The message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing. Listen, that person that would decide to do that, there's a couple things. They either don't know what we know, 
They don't understand what we understand, or they don't believe what we believe. It's really sentiment signs, and you got a ticket for speeding, you wouldn't understand why. You wouldn't understand why. People that complain and rise up against us. It's real simple. It's to tell them what the speed limits are. Doesn't that make more sense? I don't want to alienate people. Now, if it's on them. That's on them, and I'll show, you, I'll show you something in a few minutes that'll give you some hope there, too. But that judgment is it ought to be happening more if we're really doing this. It's going to happen. And my best judgment is it ought to be happening more if we're really doing our jobs. So that's a little indictment on us. Maybe we need to figure out what it is we're not doing. Maybe there's some things we need to kill and do some other things in place of. I don't know. It's not to say we're doing something bad, but maybe it's not effective. Maybe it's not reaching people. Maybe they're not experiencing change. Maybe they're not seeing the love and the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. Because I know this is a school system that's experiencing it. There's a school series. That, that's a win to me. And listen, I think we saw great proof. Heaven's rejoicing. But, but we've got to remember our job is not. Listen, I think the church is guilty of this. We wanted to alienate people. Well, you live a sinful life. So do you. Be careful with that one. Man, we want to alienate. I don't want to alienate. I want to educate. We don't want to make a point. We want to see difference in your life. Now, we'll show the difference by, by solid teaching. Listen, we said a couple weeks ago, we, we, we believe in the authority of this book right here. We absolutely, we, we built this, this body on the authority of this book. And, but part of the authority of this book is, Paul said the message of the cross is foolish to those that don't know what you're talking about. You have to educate them. I'll be honest with you. I had a conversation with the gentleman that started all of this. Very pleasant conversation, I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm happy we did. He was, he, was a, he was a nice guy. I think he's just misinformed. He would say, maybe I am, but I don't think he knows what I know. I don't, I, I, I don't condemn him. I, I, want to, I don't want to alienate him. Didn't call him to start a fight. Called him to tell him, say, man, listen, we're just, we just trying to love on kids. You know something I learned, too? It's hard to argue when you do it that way. Right. It really is, man. We had, we had a very pleasant conversation, I'm telling you. I, I started inviting him for dinner. I did invite him to church, but I started inviting him for lunch. And he may be here. I don't know. If he is, I want to meet you. I mean, really. I, I, I will not back down from what this book says and teaches. I will be ridiculed, and I will be called names, as you will, too, but I will not back down. That's right. Amen. I, I'll tell you who else I talked to. I talked to the school superintendent. He actually beat me to the punch. He called me. And I, and I knew that, and I was going to call him because I respect him. And the last thing Journey Church ever wants to do is put somebody in a bad position. I really, I, that's not our intent, and he understands that. His first words were, you don't know how much we appreciate what Journey Church does for our kids. Yeah. See, we didn't alienate anybody. We didn't alienate the guy that started this, this post. We really didn't. I think I would gladly have lunch with him, and I think he'd have lunch with me. We didn't alienate anybody. We're not going to back down. By the way, we'll be back up there Tuesday, uh, second Tuesday of next month. I will promise you that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, you know, I think people got nervous. Um, I don't think that was ever in jeopardy. It's an act of kindness. And somebody got upset, and people joined in, and, then, and boy, then they really start piling on. That's what's funny about Facebook. They start piling on, but listen, you, you don't have to react hostile to this. There's no need to react. It's promised. It's promised, guys. It's going to come. That if we do what we've been called to do, it's going to come, and it's going to happen. And, and people will, will they'll say things that they shouldn't say. 
And, but I've, I'm telling you through this whole experience, and I've seen it before, if you'll just react with kindness, a little love, a little mercy, it's hard for them to stay mad at you. They may want to. That drives people crazy, too. Don't you hate that when you get ready for the fight and they won't fight with you? People say, well, you're, 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 you're too mild and you're too weak. No, Lord, no, I've got the Holy Spirit with me. You want to tangle? I mean, we win. I read the book, guys. Come on. But we don't have to do it that way. We really, and we shouldn't do it that way. So, so listen, a lot of us were guilty of that, man. We first, we got, we got excited. Oh, I can't believe this. Let's go fight. Yeah, let's go fight. Let's go fight with love and grace and mercy. The Old Testament, in, in talking to the, the Israelites, says no weapon formed against you will prevail. Matt told me, and we don't have a clue why they had to take, the, the website came down. Uh, not website, I'm sorry, the Facebook account. This was a community action type thing, and, and it came down the other day. I, I don't know, but the Bible in the Old Testament promised the Israelites that no weapon formed against you will prevail. Yeah, somebody said it. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? That's what we live under, guys. That's the promises we have. So let me, let me, let me start finish this thing up. And I'm, I'm, I would say I'm sorry that I've changed my message, but I'm not. I thought this was a great teaching opportunity, and I think it's a great encouraging opportunity. We win. We've got, we, got, we, we had some persecution this week, and that's what we're supposed to get. And we should not be offended. Actually, we should build momentum on that. We should build momentum on that. So we'll continue to do that. But let me, let me share something if you're sitting there going, well, what, what's going to happen? What comes all that? Let me share another. Again, Jesus is talking, and he sent out, he sent out his followers to, to, to spread the gospel. And I'm just, this is just a small segment of this. Let me read this. This is in Matthew 10, verse 28 through 33. Listen to what he says to them. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. What is the price of two sparrows, one copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Acknowledge. Uh, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, listen to this, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Guess what Journey Church has been doing? Acknowledging our Heavenly Father here on earth. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring, I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Listen, guys. We have some amazing promises. And one thing we never have to do for doing God's work is cower down. We never have to be ashamed even when we're being persecuted. We never have to feel like we're, we're less than because we're not. We're far from less than. We're a child of God as followers. We, we, we do have to keep in perspective. We came to educate, not alienate. And I think that's, that's something we as a church and the broader church needs to learn. We, we, we kind of made a habit, a point sometimes out of, let's see who we can alienate next, which group. Which group is it we want to pick on and we don't like because their lifestyle doesn't look like ours? And when all really we should be doing is just sharing the love of God. We should just pick this book up and share it with them. And they, they're going to ridicule us. And they're going to persecute us, mock us, all of the above. But at the end of the day, we were promised that. We were promised that. I love what it says. Not only were we promised, but then he goes on to say, God blesses you when people mock you and make fun of you and persecute you and lie about you. I'll take God's blessings over that any day. Give me some more of them. 
if it's for those reasons. Listen, we, we, we can do it the wrong way too. I see all the time, I think it's in here, I know it's in here, I read about the, the horrific acts people commit and they claim to do it in the name of Jesus. You, you've seen them. We see them all the time. Listen, Christians born da- uh, burn down abortion clinic. Christians don't burn down abortion clinics. Idiots do. I'm sorry. Christians don't do that. You can't. Show me the love in burning down an abortion clinic. You say, well, but I'm saving innocent lives. Not that way. Not that way. We weren't called to alienate. We were called to educate. Maybe we should start there. Listen, let's do it the right way. Let's just, let's just stick to what we've been taught. Love, grace, and mercy. Yeah, let's stick to that. And then let's see if we get persecuted and we'll rejoice. We'll have a party. We've been known to have a party for little silly things. We'll have a party. I mean, let, let, you know, let, let it continue. We'll have a party. There'll be food included. Yeah. There'll be fellowship. And listen, we'll invite those who persecute us. We want them to see. I, I, you know, one of the things I said, I said, come just see what we do. You, you just experience what we do. The person even said, said, listen, I appreciate your kindness. He really did. Not a bad guy. I just don't think he knew. He doesn't know the power of the cross, would be my guess. And if he knows it and doesn't believe it, then that's on him. He's got a tough road. But I still love him, and I want him to come to know what I know. So, church, I, I applaud you. You don't need my applause. Jesus, heaven celebrating. That's what it says, that God, God will celebrate when we're persecuted in his name. And that's what happened. So good for you. Bad for us that we don't get persecuted more, I guess. I guess, man, that's tough. We'll set out to do more, to change more lives. We're not going to waver from our mission. We won't do that. We will unless something tra- happens, changes dramatically between now and, and Tuesday, a couple weeks. We're going back to the school and serve again. I, I hope we've been able to, to reach out. There's some folks here with, through the, to the county school. I hope we can grow that as well. I hope we can grow that as well. And, and we don't have to go in screaming. We can just go in, I think, pretty, pretty mild and meek manner, just sharing the love. Uh, I think Barry Coons, somebody asked him why we were doing this a couple months ago, and he said, because Christ calls us to do it. That's all you got to say. Christ called us to do it. It's amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is a good day. This is a good season. We're going to continue to go forward. This caught you a little off guard. I'm sorry. You don't need to look it up on Facebook. It's not there anymore is my understanding. I, it's not. Uh, you, can, you can talk to me. I know a little about it. Matt knows there's a few people that saw it on Facebook. It's okay. But uh, here's what I would tell you. The most important thing is, is, is that we're going to stand strong with Jesus Christ. And, and I would tell you this, and we'll finish up with this. If you're here today and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you absolutely need that relationship. Because as, as followers, as you start growing and experiencing and, and, and looking at the teachings of Jesus, you will be persecuted and you will be ridiculed. You need a relationship with Jesus Christ. So simple, too. People say, well, that's so difficult. I don't know if I can do that. Really? Just bow your head. You can do it right now. Just bow your head. Father, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And I'm a sinner. And you sent your son, and he won that battle on the cross. He was dead, buried, and rose again. The grave was overcame, and sin lost. I'm forgiven. You don't fight that battle. You accept the one that fought it for you. You can do that. If you have Christ, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, ask yourself this week, am I doing enough? Some of us need to ask ourselves the question, am I doing anything? Because there's someone around you, it may be in your own household, that needs to know what you know. They need to understand the power of the cross. 
So let's keep digging, church. We got a long way to go, but the best is yet to come. More persecution, more name calling. You never thought you'd hear that in church. Man, we're going to be made fun of, and that's a good thing. We're going to keep digging. So thank you, guys. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the persecution. Mild as it may be, Father, we thank you. And we just pray that you were glorified in our actions. I pray that you were glorified in our non-reactions, that we didn't go off mad, we didn't go off half-cocked. But we just sought you through all of this, and through you we found you, Father. We saw your love, and we saw your grace, and we saw your mercy. Just walk with us. Continue to, continue to guide us, Father, to show us the path. Direct us. Help us to educate, never to alienate. Help us to be the church and the body that you've called us to be, sharing love and grace and mercy. Of course, these things we pray in your holy name. Amen.